Welcome to the Career Ready Podcast. Learn about resumes, cover letters, LinkedIn, interviewing, and all the things you need to be career ready with the Career Services Center at College of DuPage. I'm one of your hosts, Rebecca Harrington. Later in today's episode, I'm going to lead the conversation in surviving the stress of the job search. And I'm another one of your hosts, Pierre Michaels, and I will end the episode with this week's question submitted to our listener mailbag at careerpodcast at cod.edu. This week's question is about responding to a job application question about having a disability. But first, you'll hear from our other host, Michelle Malik. Thanks, Pierre. I'm going to start our episode today with some information about our resource of the day, Chaps Get Hired. Chaps Get Hired is our free electronic job board for students, alumni, and community members. You can search for jobs and internships here, and there are a variety of opportunities available like seasonal, part-time, and full-time positions. You can access this resource on the Career Services Center website by going to our main page, and it'll be right under Electronic Resources. It's super easy to sign up for free once you get to the page, and you have access to the website 24-7. So if you're a student, you can click on Activate My Account. If you're an alumni or community member, you're going to be able to click on Sign Up. So within the website, there are three search engines that you can utilize. The first one is My School's Jobs. So this portion of the website is where employers and recruiters are wanting to work with the COD community directly. So we review these jobs and the companies just to make sure that they're legitimate. But it is kind of confusing because (laughs) My School's Jobs are not jobs at COD. That's directly through HR. There's also Job Central, which is pulling from national job boards, and Intern Central is also pulling from national internship boards. So this is a really great resource to have at your fingertips. You can also check your local college to see if they have a job board like this as well. That is great. I think a lot of community colleges uh, have job boards for the community and not everyone realizes that. So uh, definitely check that out. So we're going to get into our main topic today, which is surviving the stress of the job search. Uh, So there's no way around it. It is stressful. (laughs) It often feels like there's a lot of pressure to find the perfect position. And anytime there's pressure, there is often stress. So today I want to talk about some of the ways we can reduce the stress of the job search. We're going to talk about four tips to help, not in any particular order. So Hopefully these help you. Uh, Feel free to use them. And Michelle and Pierre, please jump in as we go through. All right. Our first tip is to plan when you are going to do your job search work because it is work. So that means we should treat it almost like its own job. Don't get stuck doing it all day, every day. You don't do your current job uh, all day, every day. Uh, So you don't want to do this one all the time either. Pick a few hours a day or maybe even just a half hour a day. Maybe it's only a few hours on the weekend or every other day. It is okay to not be searching every moment of every day. Yeah. And, you know, so you hear that saying Mm -hmm. to search for a job is a full time job. Yeah. (laughs) And just to clarify what that really means. It's not that you're supposed to be putting in full time effort. You're supposed to be put or full time time. Right. Supposed to be putting forty hours a week. Yeah. Right. Right. It's about the effort where that saying comes from. Mm -hmm. You're not doing it passively. That's a great point. Yeah. So you know, you pick what's comfortable for you, and and make that commitment. And I think then it just helps you 
when you're on your quote unquote off time to not feel like, oh man, I should be, Mm -hmm. I should be job searching right now. It's like, no, I have my designated times that I do this. And as long as I get that done, then I can feel okay to not be working on it when I'm, it's not during those times. Yeah. I know my one friend, she had, when she was looking for jobs, she had a goal to apply for like one job a week and that worked for her. She looked, yeah. So I think it's a good point of just kind of figuring out a timeline for yourself, sticking to it. And then outside of that timeline, not feeling bad that you're not searching for jobs. And, you know, and so some people might hear that and think one job a week, you know, right. Geez. But you know what? If you're spending real time mm-hmm. and finding the right opportunity to apply, it is better to apply for one job a week. That is a really good opportunity that matches with your skill set and that you're interested in than to just send your resume to 50 different jobs and you're sending the same resume and you're not customizing it. And it doesn't mean anything. You know, you'll you'll have more luck, I mm-hmm. think being with that tar- more targeted yeah, job de- search. Yeah, definitely quality over quantity. There you go. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so another tip then is to be organized with your job search. So that means a lot of times creating an actual document or a spreadsheet where you can keep track of the jobs you find, which ones you apply to, and which ones you hear back from, what you learn about each job. So kind of keep track of the process. And at first, it's going to seem easy. You're going to be like, I don't need to write down like <laughs> which jobs I've applied to or which ones I have an interview for. But you know what? After a while, it starts to become a little more difficult to keep track of those opportunities. If we don't write things down, our mind tends to go over and over them throughout the day to help us remember. Like, oh, yeah, I got to remember to send that note. Oh, yeah, I got to remember to to update my resume. If you write it down, then you're not going to be so nervous that you're going to forget it. So write it down and then you can relax when you're not doing <laughs> the actual job search process. Have you, th- either of you guys ever done that before or wish you had done that before? So I'm a huge organization person. So anytime I can color code and like organize Ooh. things, you don't have to ask me twice to make an Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> so yes, I've definitely done that. And I think I did it specifically for grad school when I was applying to different mm-hmm. grad schools. And it was just helpful for me to organize that information to figure out who I had to send my materials to what mm-hmm. when my interview days were so yeah I'm a big advocate for Excel I mean and if you want to do it on paper if oh, sure. you're an office supply person you know if you want those highlighters this is <laughs> <laughs> color code color code color code so with the organization though I want to take it one step further it's not just documenting when you've communicated save that job description the documents that mm-hmm. you've been sending in yes because you want to be able to refer back to those mm-hmm. right so part of that job search stress is when things develop, I have to be ready. Mm-hmm, so right. to save all that documentation will give you something to refer back to for those next steps. Absolutely. And, you know, every time you apply to a job, it should be file save as mm-hmm. for your resume or for any documents that you're sending to them. So that means your name, the job title, the company, you know, keep it really organized. So if they say, oh, can you send us your resume again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you now you have it. <laughs> you know exactly. I saw. Yes, I like that. Doc, you know, keeping track of everything. Mm-hmm. All right. So another, and this kind of goes with it, right, is to work smarter, not harder. So instead of just jumping right into the job search website, so like I'm just going to go to Indeed and see what I find, right? Not that there's anything wrong with Indeed, not a sponsor. Uh, no, there, it's, <laughs> it's a great website. Um, but 
I think this is a big thing that I find when I meet with people who are really stressing about the job search is they're like, well, I don't know. I'm looking and I can't find jobs that I want. And so really a lot of times it's take some time to think about the company you want to work for, the kind of place you want to work and the kind of work you want to do. So that when you're going out and looking for opportunities, you're really, you're kind of knowing what you want to find and you can do better searches. You can be more targeted in your search. Um, You know, we don't want to end up applying for jobs that just aren't right for us because that's kind of a waste of time. Mm -hmm. And it's also super frustrating because you're probably not going to hear back from those jobs. And you're like, well, I don't know. I sent out, you know, 15 resumes this week and I didn't hear back. Well, what kind of jobs did you apply to and are they really appropriate? Are they a good fit for you? So do some research on companies that you think might be a good fit for you and see what opportunities they have. Or, you know, do some exploration about specific jobs that you want to apply for before going out to those websites so that when you look you've got something to focus on instead of just kind of like, let's see what's out there. A lot of times like people do like, I want to work remote. So it's just like, (laughs) show me all the remote work out there. And that's just going to get frustrating. (laughs) A lot of times or every time someone comes in for an appointment and we're talking about the job search or really anything, I always ask, what is your approach? Mm. And a lot of times with the job search, it's like I apply to 30 jobs a day or 30 Mm -hmm. jobs a week and I don't hear back. And my instant thought is, well, that's why. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. When you don't put in that effort to personalize that application, right. the employer is not even going to see your application. You don't advance to a level to where they're looking at it. But if you are applying what we're talking about here and you're taking that time to really personalize an application, they're going to be noticing you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so our last kind of a couple ideas here are to keep a positive perspective. You know, mental health and wellness is a big thing right now. And it's just as important in the job search process as it is anywhere else. Uh, You know, it can be easy to think of rejection as something that's personal, but companies have different needs. We don't really always know what they're looking for. There might be some internal candidate that had the job from the beginning, you know, (laughs) or whatever it is. Uh, And we're not likely going to get every job that we apply to, right? Um, So just kind of build that into the process. Even if you have an interview for a job you think is perfect, don't stop applying and interviewing for other jobs <laughs> because you never know what's going to be the one that ends up working out the best for you. So, you know, that certainly happens, right? Where it's like you're, you're oh, well, I got this interview, you know, for this perfect job. Um, but you know what? If you stop your job search at that point, you know, that could end up backfiring because sometimes we think a job looks like it's going to be perfect. But once you go through that interview process, you might realize that it's not really the, the right job or you know what? You just end up not getting it. And that there is no one job that's the one, the only job, <laughs> right? Like there are lots of opportunities out there. So if you put all of your eggs in one basket, as they say, uh, you know, that could be uh a a recipe for frustration and and stress. So, you know, know that you're going to not get every opportunity and keep looking, keep interviewing until you find your your job that you want. And keep learning. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So you're going through that process and maybe it goes well. Everything works out perfectly. 
but it is an internal candidate. Something mm-hmm. else happens that we don't know about. We still want to learn from that. What could I have done differently mm-hmm. that may have helped me stand out? So then in the future, when there isn't this invisible barrier, you're set to take 100% advantage of it. Right. Yeah. Definitely. And I think part of that, too, just my other part of this is give yourself that positive talk. Mm -hmm. Right. Remind yourself that you can do this. (laughs) Take your concerns and turn them into questions that you can answer so they're not as scary anymore. So, for example, if you're worried that you don't have enough experience, ask yourself what experience might they be looking for and what have you done that relates to that experience? Or is there something you could do? to get that experience that they might look for. If you're concerned that you are finding jobs that you can do, but they're just not really ones that you particularly like, ask yourself, what would you like to do? And then do research on what jobs might let you do the things that you enjoy doing. So take things that are stressors and turn them into action so that you can feel like you have control over the process. You have some type of direction, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I like that. Absolutely. So just remember that the process takes time um, and it may not always be linear. (laughs) You might have times where you have a lot of activity and then other times when it seems to be really slow. And sometimes companies respond right away and sometimes they might take a while. And again, it might have nothing to do Mm -hmm. with you. It's just the process. Uh, You know, I actually um, have someone that I know that they interviewed and everything went really well. It seemed like, oh, full steam ahead. And then it just kind of fizzled. Mm. And then it was months later that the recruiter reached back out and was like, okay, so, you know, whatever happened, but, you know, maybe there was some other candidate that they thought they might go with or, you know, who knows. But for whatever reason, they reached back out. They're like, yep, the team is talking about you again. Are you still available? And, you know, and then you can move forward from there. So just kind of, you know, keep your keep your spirits up <laughs> and know that the process may not always go exactly in the order you think. Anything else that you guys want to add about uh, surviving the stress of the job search? Yeah. So I wanted to add about splitting up your time wisely. Mm. So what I do with applications or what I've done with applications in the past is um, you can ask yourself, do I want to do the easy parts first and then the difficult part later or the difficult part first to the easy parts? So what I mean by that is like, I don't know, I don't know about you all, but when they have essays, I'm like, oh, oh yes. <laughs> I have to prepare for this. And like, <laughs> you know, it seems like it's going to take forever to write that essay within an application. So sometimes what I do is I'll write that essay first And then I give myself a break and then I come back the next day and I fill out all the easy information, right? Like the address, the contact information, references Mm -hmm. and things like that. So I think that might be helpful in splitting up your time wisely is just figure out what what are you dreading the most and what do you want to start first? (laughs) Um, Then also to what I do with applications or what I've done in the past is I will fill out an entire application, attach my documents. But then the next day, I don't submit it that day. The next day I come back to it and I proofread it Mm. and I make sure that everything looks correct because I don't want anything to be submitted or that is inaccurate. Yeah, kind of do that. Take your take a step away and relook mm-hmm. at it. That's a great idea. Yeah. So those are just some of my tips. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And that all ties into what I want to say is you can only control so much. Mm-hmm. So what you're talking about, Michelle, is taking the time to make sure what you have control of is being presented well. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, the stress comes from the unknowns. But if we don't control what we can control, then we're going to 
freak out and we're not going to have a successful job search process. But if we take that time to, you know, review our applications, review our paragraphs, plan out what we're doing, setting up this structure for us, then we have that control and we're going to be a lot more successful. Mm -hmm. I think it just makes it more manageable, right? Because the application process can take a while, you know, so I feel like it just makes it more manageable. Yeah, absolutely. Break it down and, uh, you know, yeah, work, work carefully and smarter, you know, instead of just, uh, you know, sending out a whole bunch of stuff and just hoping something hits. Mm-hmm. The other thing I was going to mention, I mean, I don't know how often this happens, but there was one time where I was looking for a job and somebody else was looking for a job. So we kind of just met up and we mm. looked for jobs together. <laughs> that is, ab- yes, I have absolutely done that before. Mm-hmm. That is a great motivator. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Because, <laughs> you know, you see them uh, submitting applications and you're like, well, I should be submitting them now, too. So it's just a good motivation to have someone there with you. So all that was to help us survive the stress of the job search. And our listener question today, probably something that a lot of people stress out about. So in the last few episodes, we've been talking about the National Disability Employment Awareness Month, or MDEAM. And as a result, we actually got a listener question. When I apply for jobs, they ask if I have a disability. Do I have to answer this? I don't think it's fair for employers to ask this. A lot of stress is probably going on right there. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So I want to answer this question fully. And unfortunately, that means there's going to be some technical things to discuss here. Um, so just bear with me as we go through this. While employers generally can't ask questions about the nature or severity of a disability, they can ask if an applicant can perform the essential functions of the job with or without a reasonable accommodation. This question would be asked of all applicants, so they're not trying to single someone out. This has uh, been put into law through the ADA, or Americans with Disability Act, to ensure applicants are not excluded simply for having a disability. Additionally, the Office of Federal Contractors Compliance Program, OFCCP, has set aspiration goals for federal contractors with more than 100 employees. These aspirational goals serve as an equal employment opportunity measure in which at least 7% of these employers' workforce should identify as having a disability. If they don't reach that goal, they have to prove justification uh, through their recruitment measures. So again, that's where that question's kind of coming in at. All this brings us to that question of the disability And this is going to be a standard voluntarily self-identification of disability form created by the OFCCP. In this, you should only be responding that, yes, I have a disability, no, I don't have a disability, or I don't wish to answer. No other details are asked or shared through the form, through the application. This form carries no bearing on the hiring decision, and the information shared should not even make it to the people making the hiring decision. This is asked to collect data and measure the equal employment opportunity goals. I hope this sheds some light on what you may see, but I also encourage anyone with a disability or other questions about disclosure to seek individual guidance as this can be very unique. The Career Services Center at College of DuPage is one resource you can use, but there are many other local and state offices across the nation that specialize in this work. Yeah, and I I think um, that you made me think of too with um, how you know the 
the information you share is not given to the hiring managers. That is true with kind of all of those questions, right? Like when they ask about gender or ethnicity, all of those, those are all just information tracking. I worked in HR. Those are literally separate documents, separate things filed in a separate place, and they are definitely not shared with the people doing the interviews. So unless you, you know, I mean, you can talk about this, Pierre, more, but like, unless you say something in an interview, right, they wouldn't necessarily have that information. Yeah. So that whole disclosure process within the interview, that's you owning it. So if you're seeing something on the application outside of what we're talking about here, then there may be some concerns just in that country or in that employer completely mm. because they're doing things that aren't legal. Gotcha. So it should be kind of that separate section, that mm-hmm. disclosure part. And they'll, they'll ask about like veteran status, that kind yep. of stuff. Again, when you're in that section, that whole thing, that is not something given to the interviewers. Yeah. And uh, that whole section or those questions could even be optional. It's just kind of like yes. going through mm-hmm. it real quickly. I know a lot of people skip through it. They don't right. even realize it. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure there's a lot of stress coming from <laughs> this. And just hopefully having some of that background, some of that understanding alleviates that stress when you see this pop up on the interview or on the application. Yeah, really good information to know about. Mm-hmm. And remember... Um, you can send us future questions, your questions, um, by emailing careerpodcast at cod.edu or on our social media at COD Career Center. So thanks again to all of our listeners for tuning in today. We hope that the tips helped you feel more confident moving forward in the job search process. Be sure to listen to our next episode where we have a special guest to share how to control your nerves during an interview.